0: Another digital citizen. Another
1: digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Luke from Another Digital Citizen, episode 238, here with Fro. Hello. Fro has a I have, frog in his throat. Yeah, I have totally not lost my
0: voice or anything. I, I said to so well that I, I I probably was on a rock concert yesterday, but I can't remember it. Uh, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> All the rock concerts yeah. going on right now.
0: Yeah, uh, right now, especially. Yeah, no, uh, I've been sick. Uh, so yesterday, I, I I actually puked so much that my voice is fucked up. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's brutal. I mean, that must have been a whole day mm-hmm. of vomiting. It sounds like so. That's not fun.
0: Yep, uh, super fun yesterday. I can I can really recommend that what was it? it's food poisoning or something sounds like no no i i had i had i i got sick on sunday night mm-hmm. so it's it's probably a stomach flu right uh, that time of you. I, yeah i had a fever and everything like uh, everything else i'm feeling fine it's just like the, today i'm i'm feeling 110% i'm a little tired because i didn't sleep too much last night because i was swirling But other than that, I'm I'm feeling like normal. Other than my voice,
1: good. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, people get used to it. Hopefully, you'll be back to normal next week. Um, (laughs) I hope so too. Yeah. So,
0: how was your week then?
1: I mean, it's fine. Uh, I didn't get sick, so uh, better than you, I suppose.
0: I mean, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, feel especially sorry for myself, to be honest. Like yesterday, if if we were podcasting yesterday, we couldn't, we couldn't do it because I had absolutely no voice yesterday at all.
1: Right. But uh, at least but it was it's, today. It's, we could have always done yeah. it tomorrow if it really was. If you ha- had no voice today, but uh, we figured just go, go for it. I mean, were you ever thinking, oh, maybe? Were you ever afraid that maybe that it was the corona?
0: No, because I didn't cough. Right, okay. So I never never had anything like that. I mean, I had no breathing problems, nothing.
1: Right. So, so the symptoms weren't there. That makes sense.
0: Right. But
1: yeah, let's go through it, because you have passed one million. Uh yeah, United States. Uh, well, let's go through the cases. Three million uh, one hundred eighty-eight thousand three hundred forty-four cases in the world, with a uh, what two two hundred twenty-five thousand deaths. Uh, one million of those cases being the United States. Uh, let's see, the next biggest one down past the United States is what I can't see Spain. it. Spain. There we go. Yeah.
0: And that is on 236,000, so you're uh,
1: eight times Spain. Right. Uh, I mean, we've said in the past, like, it is a much smaller country, but at this point, uh, that's getting kind of ridiculous. I mean, there are some yeah. other countries, I think somebody I was talking to was like, yeah, but there are countries like India or places like China that have just as many places, uh, people as the United States does, and they have way less, and I'm... I don't really trust either of those governments, as we <laughs> right? said in the past. Yeah, it's like it's like
0: North Korea doesn't have any Corona cases, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, South, South South Korea does, but North Korea has one single Coronavirus patient. I don't <laughs> believe that for two fucking seconds.
1: I just can't trust the government... The information coming out of the country is really what it comes down to. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of a country that's, like, similar in uh, the amount of people that we could trust, like, to America, and I don't know if that there necessarily is. So. Canada? <laughs> yeah, maybe Canada. I think there's less people in Canada, but it's probably... yeah, And it's more spread out. Uh, right. But, I mean, they have... They're right next door... You know what I mean? So that is a good right. point. Uh, 50,000 in Canada right now. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, let's see deaths. Compare deaths, maybe, instead of cases. 60,500 deaths in America. What about Canada? Uh, this website keeps moving everything around. Right. It's uh, It updates... Every fucking time right. we look at uh, it. 2,900, so almost 3,000 uh, deaths. Yeah. So 3,000 compared to 60,000. And Canada yeah. is right next to us. Uh, yeah, I think it says a little bit about what we what we did here as far as the response to the virus is probably the issue, is my thoughts. And uh, also maybe it's uh, Canada <laughs> has something called health care. <laughs> right, they they already had the infrastructure ready to just give people healthcare. Right. Like they didn't have to yeah. like go uh, debate it for two weeks in the Senate and in the, in the House. Right. Nor Norway,
0: by the way, have seven thousand six hundred eighty cases, uh, two hundred and seven deaths. Uh,
1: right, and let's go down to India if I can find it, since we've been kind of following that uh, the last bunch of weeks. 30, oh, 31,787 with a thousand deaths. That's quite a bit up yeah. from the we, the previous weeks, for sure. Yeah, of two thousand cases. But the chances 2, uh, the chances are this is just being reported now, not necessarily that. Right. Like they're actually being tested in things now, uh, where maybe before we weren't getting that information.
0: Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's Russia, uh, United Kingdom, and Brazil that has the most new cases. I find that interesting.
1: Okay, um, let's go into that one article really quick. But I'm going to see if it's on this uh, that there is one place claiming to have zero cases currently. Yeah, um, New like Zealand.
0: Yeah, well, they they have
1: zero new cases at least. Okay. Uh, so, it says New Zealand tames virus, uh, as well as France and Spain have announced detailed roadmaps for gradual phased exits from the strict coronavirus lockdown. There, under uh, the French prime minister told Parliament the decision to confine the population to their home for six weeks. Had saved sixty-two thousand lives, uh, mm-hmm. and he says it's now time time to start lifting the lockdown to avoid economic collapse. Uh, so France and Spain are uh, Spain is also suffered more than twenty-three thousand coronavirus deaths. Uh, the prime minister outlined a similar plan for transition to normality in four phases, each lasting approximately two week two weeks with no specific date when bars and restaurants could open. So those are two right. pretty big countries uh, that we're seeing at least phasing out uh, some kind of restrictions. What do you think about that? Right. No, it's
0: very interesting. Um, um, there's a lockdown uh, exit plan chart here. I will read what it says underneath Norway. Okay. Uh, ruling expected on 30th of April on, on whatever to start permitting events with fewer than 500 attendees to go ahead. But on large events extended to the 1st of September. So we're, we're being pretty restrictive. I think uh, I have uh, a good friend of mine that's in Denmark. Uh, Denmark is maybe the most uh, near country to Norway that has been on full lo- lockdown and He's also saying that they have also eased up on on things and looking for things to ease up. So it looks like maybe the trend is going the right way. in some countries, I think United states is 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 worse because people are not taking it seriously. yeah, I think in 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 uh, in European countries, they are taking it more. Or a serious uh, and restrictions have been harder
1: uh, that makes sense uh, according to this uh, chart that we have the updates seriously every two minutes uh, New Zealand right. says plus five uh, cases in the last day so maybe yesterday they didn't have any cases but today they do right is what it's looking yeah. like. I mean, it's it's a good trend, uh, but, but, but uh,
0: that's uh, 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 that the prime minister there there has also like locked the entire country down. That's that's more. Well,
1: I think what one thing is it's an island. <laughs> you right. know, it's a lot easier to lock down an island than it is a, a it is, landlocked yeah. country. Uh, yeah. So I think if in future, uh, looking at this, maybe keeping an mm-hmm. eye on New Zealand and seeing when they completely taper off because they're able to, right? since they're an Island, they should be able to take care of this quicker than anybody else. I would assume.
0: But Then again, you can use the same argument for a United Kingdom and United Kingdom is the one, one of the countries that had more cases this week.
1: And yeah, they're connected by countries. roads and things though. Like you can't drive a car, uh, on to New Zealand from another planet, right. right?
0: Yeah, but uh, the br- you're thinking of the bridge uh, or the tunnel, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. funny with the bridge. But you're thinking of the tunnel between the United Kingdom and France. Right. I don't know if that's open.
1: I really, Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, I would assume right. at least for um, shipments of like uh, goods, I would assume it is at least open for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh
0: but yeah no i I find it very interesting that uh i but uh i think uh have you have you started drinking bleach?
1: Oh I've always been drinking bleach uh i I just <laughs> didn't know until this week that it apparently is a bad idea
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh sometimes I really really wonder where trump comes up <laughs> with his amazing ideas.
1: Uh, outcry after Trump suggests injecting disinfectant as a treatment for coronavirus. Uh, President Donald Trump has been lambasted by the medical community after suggesting research into whether coronavirus might be treated by injecting disinfectant into the body. But it was a joke, you see. He was joking. Let's see, what did he say? Uh, During a (laughs) press conference uh, in the White House Thursday, uh, task force briefing an official presented the results of a U.S. government research that indicated the virus appeared to weaken more quickly when it p- exposed to sunlight or heat. Uh... Let's see. Uh, he said... Uh, and then I said, suppose you brought the light inside the body, which you can do mm-hmm. either through skin or some other way, and I think you said you're going to test that too. That sounds interesting.
2: Uh...
1: So is it saying that tanning beds
0: are good for Corona?
1: He said, <laughs> "Suppose you brought the light inside the body, which sounds like something that right. somebody would say in church, like uh, Jesus yeah. is the light inside your body." So Lights, like maybe he's saying maybe you just need entirely. to get Jesus in your life, and that <laughs> maybe that's what he was saying. Uh, and then he says, "And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute." And is there a way we can do something like that by injecting by injecting inside or almost cleaning? So I'd be interested in checking that, uh, Trump said. <laughs> uh, I love this. <laughs> I don't necessarily, I'm going <laughs> to slightly defend Trump. I don't think he was suggesting that you just inject bleach into your body, even though it sounds like that. What I no. think he was saying it, in a roundabout, horribly f- worded Trump way is that Uh, I, he sees, he sees it as, uh, oh, look, I can just take 409 and wipe down my counter and that kills the virus. Is there a way we can do that inside the body? Clearly he has no concept of like medical anything, but I understand what he was going for. He's not necessarily saying, oh, everybody go out and inject yourself with bleach, which is kind of how some of the media has been portraying that that's what he said, um, well, I, th- I think it's kind of funny because RB,
0: the makers of uh, Lysol and, and DeepL had to come out with a <laughs> statement. Uh, As a global leader in health and hygiene products, we must m- make it clear uh, under no circumstances should our products be administered into a human body through injection Injection uh, or any other ra- route, as with all products, our disinfectant and hygiene products should be used as intended, in line with usage guidelines. Please read the label and safety information. I find it interesting that the company that makes like bleach has to come out with a statement because Trump is like, oh, maybe we should use
1: them. Right, exactly. Well, he, I don't think he said a specific brand, but I mean, he said disinfectant. No. I don't even know if that what that even means. Disinfectant, uh, Mister Bang, right?
0: <laughs> Mister Clean, or Mister Bang? Oxy yeah.
1: yeah, we just get uh, the Oxy guy. <laughs> oh wait, he's dead.
3: Uh, oh. 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 Um. Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's obviously really dumb. I just think it was blown a little bit out of proportion from actually reading yeah. what he actually said. Uh, yeah. If you were to yeah, just take yeah. it I off, mean, if you were to take it out of the headlines of all the newspapers I right. read it out of, it would seem much more bad than if you actually read what he said. But, but I I I saw the press
0: conference and and I I think it's more interesting that he tried the day after like, "Oh, I was clearly joking with the media." That's the part, Did you yeah. See the, yeah, and and that's that's l- like the part where I like l- lost it because, and we all saw that he was not joking. And the the face of the doctor when he speaks to her is like she looks so fucking confused. <laughs> uh, I uh, love it.
1: I I just think, I mean, he he did say something uh, dumb but he didn't say it in a joking manner. That wasn't like a joke. So his defense of of it as a joke, I'm just saying he said something dumb and now people are blowing it out of proportion as if he was suggesting, as if he said, hey, everybody, go get a syringe, go get some 409 (laughs) cleaner, pull it up into the thing and then you got to get the air bubbles out of the syringe, otherwise that'll hurt you. Like that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. You gotta get the uh, rubber hose and t- tie it off on your arm like that. Those p- parts <laughs> didn't happen in the speech, but
0: no, but it, it is stupid. But at least he didn't rape anyone this week, so
1: not this week or that we know of. Uh, but new yeah. evidence surfaces in Tara Reid allegation against Biden, uh, who we've been talking about for what a month now. I want to say,
0: yeah. Plus,
1: uh, a 93 video appears to show her mother calling into Larry King, uh, the Larry King show to discuss problems uh, while uh, her daughter was working for a prominent senator, uh, in quotes. The 93 video has surfaced that appears to show the mother of Tara Reid uh, accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault and talking about the problems her daughter faced on CNN's Larry King Live, uh, first reported by The Intercept. An unnamed woman from San Luis Obispo called into the Larry King show and said, I'm wondering what a staffer would do besides go to the press in Washington. My daughter has just left there after working for a prominent senator and could not get through with her problems at all. The only thing she could have done is go to the press, and she chose not to do that out of respect for him. Yeah, so she was clearly talking about Biden. Uh, Um. uh, if, if this is her mother, which it says, Reed confirmed to Politico this was her mother's voice. Uh, King, uh, Larry King asked the woman, she had a story to tell, but out of respect, uh, the person she worked for, she didn't tell it. The caller replied, that's true. Uh, so, I mean, what this is saying is, uh, proving this is more proof of what she had alleged in the past uh right because she had said about this interview in other in interviews this year with people saying that her mother had called into the Larry, King, Larry show King show yeah and that she, uh then people went in and did research into the Larry King show to find this clip and they did find the clip um yeah and it did exist so that just proves it's more proof uh, of what, that what she's saying isn't, is being more and more corroborated by evidence. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden has denied this allegation still, even as of today. Um, my question is, uh, how would she go... If she was just... One of the defenses here of Biden is, oh, she's just doing this because Biden's running for president. So, when she went to her mother and said this, and then her mother went on... Called
0: lurking in the 90s. Was that
1: all a plan to (laughs) stop Biden from becoming president in 2020? Right? That doesn't seem like it makes very much sense to me. Uh, It it makes sense because they have a time machine (laughs) look. Oh, the time machine (laughs) theory, right. The Russians Russians gave her a time (laughs) machine that they built because she's, of course, a Russian, Russian agent. Yes, they went back in time and then convinced her mom <laughs> to go on the Larry King show. <laughs> These things seem to make so much sense now. I don't know why I didn't yes. think of it in the first place. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm so ha- I'm so happy that they helped
1: you. <laughs> of course, I think another interesting thing about this uh, Larry King interview is that uh, hmm. it was found by I want to say somebody from Intercept, like the actual. Um, right the actual video <clears throat> was originally found by this uh, intercept reporter the Larry King show fro is on CNN so CNN right. literally had this footage yes and they could they could have gone and went oh we better check and see if what she said about that Larry King show that we have every episode of in our archives right maybe we should go back and check right. that and they chose CNN was like nah not important yeah but uh,
0: uh, I wonder if that's kind of... Uh, helps us predicting the thing that we said before that CNN is trying to help Biden. It's getting very clear that they are,
1: especially with this new evidence. Uh, and some more evidence. Uh, more A woman has come forward to corroborate claims a former staffer made about Joe Biden, uh, Tara Reid, who managed uh, an to intern program uh, for Biden's Senate office in '93 uh, had public has publicly um, said that he had sexually assaulted her in an empty corridor of the Capitol uh, of Capitol Hill. Uh, like I said, Biden has denied all alleg- all the allegations in an interview with Business Insider on Monday. A woman, Linda Luck. Cass, who lived next door to Reed in the 90s, said that she recalled Reed tearfully recounting the story of the alleged assault when they were neighbors in
0: 1993. This yeah, happened. i Oh, sorry. I, I, I no. I, I just think that this is very interesting that the neighbor is saying all these things, collaborating. I mean, this uh, this helps. I think it, it helps the case against Biden.
1: Uh I mean this is another thing where it's like she would have to you, you would have to have a time machine to go back in time yeah. and <laughs>
0: uh the Russian time machine.
1: It says here, uh Lacasse said this happened and I know it did because I remember talking about it. I remember her saying here was this person she was working for and she idolized him and he kinda of put her up against the wall and he put her hands up her skirt. Um Mm. She felt like she was assaulted. She, re- she, really didn't feel there was anything she could do. Uh, Lacas, who uh, identifies herself as a Democrat in the story, and said she uh, plans to vote for Biden for president. Wow, even after all those things, <laughs> uh, what I heard is, uh, this woman look Le- Lacas is uh, from what I've heard of the interviews with reporters who have talked to her so kind of secondhand right. but um yeah. saying that she she's a lifelong democrat and so she's going to vote democrat uh, even because th- she's not going to vote for trump right uh mm-hmm. i'm i assume say something happened with this whole situation and biden did admit to it and did drop out i assume she would vote for whoever the other democrat that they put in there would be right so
0: yeah yeah do you think that could happen
1: Well, it says here, the Biden campaign Monday pointed out in a previous statement to the matter, the vice president has dedicated his public life to changing the culture and laws around violence against women. He authored and fought for the passage of the reauthorization of the landmark Violence Against Women Act. He firmly believes that women have the right to be heard and heard respectfully. Such claims should be also diligently reviewed by an independent press, what is clear about this claim is it's untrue and this is absolute, uh, this absolutely did not happen. So that's what they're saying. They're just completely denying it. And I mean, it is a, his, his word against her word, except we are mm. getting all this evidence that her word is being corroborated by. Well, at
0: least he's not in a UFO Because Pentagon releases three
1: UFO videos taken by U.S. Navy pilots this week.
2: Uh,
1: The previously leaked videos, which we've talked about at least twice on the show already. Um, Yes. I think one time when they were actually released, and then the next time when the government said, hey, we want those back, we weren't supposed to release those. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Pentagon Monday then released the de- declassified videos that show the U.S. Na- so they accidentally released it. Said we want it back, and then they released it again. Uh, the U.S. Navy pilot that new, U.S. Navy pilots encountering what appears to be unidentified flying objects. The grainy videos, which Pentagon say do depict uh, unexplained aerial phenomena, were previously leaked. With some believing they showed alien UFOs. The Pentagon says it released the footage to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether the footage that was being circulated were was real or whether there or or whether it or not there was more to the videos. Uh, a statement from the that defense is, department said, "Yeah, that is the most stupid
0: thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Who the fuck believed that there was something more to it when they leaked it.
1: Well, this was put out by uh, that group that's run by the guy from Blink-182. Right. Uh, <laughs> or, originally, when they first got put out, that's the people who found these uh, videos. Uh, and there was a lot of uh, question as to whether his group was legitimate or not. or Whether they were trying uh-huh. to uh, gin up Fake UFO stories, uh, you know, right for clicks and for money or whatever, whatever reason they had for it. Um, right. This is kind of proving that guy completely right. That uh, yeah. Here's it says right here: the three three videos would show the pilots' uh, flights in 2004 and 2015. Two of the videos were published by the New York Times in 2017. The other video was released by the Academy, uh, uh by the To the Stars Academy of Art and Science group. Uh, media and private science organization. So that was the group that I was talking about, the Blink One Eighty Two right. guy. I think it was the. I want to say it was the bass player. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. Don't remember his name exactly, but no, me neither. It kind of proves them right in the sense that the government is saying uh, that these were UFOs, not necessarily that that they were alien uh, UFOs, but that they they are right. unidentified craft.
0: Here, here's my question now, and I, I mean this uh, seriously. Do you think that um, if they had uh, the, uh, the army itself had uh, these flying objects out, that they would uh, classify it as a UFO to not give away that they had this kind of technology that? Uh, 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 the pilots have uh, shown in this video. Would they class? Uh, do you understand what I mean? Would they classify it as a UFO just to uh, since they put people? it out on
1: accident? Uh, right. There's a couple options here. It could be <laughs> a, a, a U, US, uh You know, uh, secret craft. Like it would have to be multiple right. secret craft. It could also right. be some other country's secret craft. That yeah, then China. then it really would be a UFO because our government wouldn't know it would be unidentified. We don't know what it is. That would be an unidentified flying object, not necessarily an alien. Uh, and the other option is it's something from not necessarily could be from outer space, could be from uh, interstellar or interdimensional, could be from underwater. Yes. Like we've talked about in the past, we don't know what, what everything that's in the ocean. We've never, we haven't explored all the ocean. Uh, but I think the guess, mo- more most likely yeah. scenario is that it's some other country's secret craft. That's my thought. Yeah, that that's my thought as well. As well but these, at least my guess. These craft are doing things in these videos, and if you watch the videos, you hear the reactions of yeah. the pilot After, who's actually yeah. seeing it. And these are yeah. people who know the capabilities of these planes, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is something weird. I mean, I guess just the thing is, from now on, when somebody said You know, the whole old, old question, oh, do you believe in UFOs? Well, the answer right. is yes now, because they just said UFOs are real.
0: <laughs> right. No, well, I, I I never said I don't believe in UFOs. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I believe... It's uh, uh, aliens. Right. I think probably that's going to be the new question. Uh, do you believe right. in aliens, I, not do you believe in UFOs? Yeah, right. And I don't believe in aliens. I don't have any
1: proof. I I, I, I think the I think mathematically the chances <laughs> are there are other beings in a gigantic. Oh yeah, but I right.
0: I don't think they have any interest in visiting us
1: or the capability or <laughs> any yeah right. right. I mean that makes sense, uh, but also could not make sense because what if, what if these craft are just us from, let's say, the future, or us, right, another version of us from a different uh, dimension, uh, like devs, kind of, you know what I mean? But uh, I know what uh, what has happened.
0: They have come and they have t- t- taken the North Korean leader Kim Jong Un with them. And that's why we haven't seen
1: him. It makes sense uh, because North Korea's Kim Jong Un may just be avoiding uh, coronavirus. Some people, uh, some observers, are saying. Uh, Some uh, South Korean officials say there is no evidence to suggest anything unusual is occurring with North Korea or the health of its supreme leader Kim Jong Un. Uh, Two experts in North Korean affairs and some other sources say he could be lying low to avoid coronavirus pandemic. Fro and me are saying he was abducted by aliens. (laughs) Yes, of course. Uh, Addressing a televised parliamentary session Tuesday, South Korean, we're starting that, we're starting, this is a rumor we're starting, aliens. Uh, Mm -hmm. South Korean Mm -hmm. Unification Minister Kim Yeon-chul warned of an infodemic of fake news in response to a flurry of local and international media reports citing unnamed sources that claim that North Korea's 36-year-old ruler had taken ill. Uh, King, But King Kim Jong-un has not been seen in public for more than two weeks, uh, missing a Day of the Sun celebration dedicated to his frequently exalted grandfather, as well as another holiday commemorating North Korea's founders' establishment of anti-Japanese guerrilla units. So, I mean these are two big holidays for the country and he's the leader of the country and they're going, where the hell is right. he? I, I'm going to predict it
0: right now. Uh, I, I'm i going to say it. He's dead.
1: <laughs> there you have it. I mean, we have no evidence that he's dead. Uh, I no, would say right. that... Ch- I, I kind of believe that he is just hiding out from the coronavirus. I think that's a possibility.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll see. If you look at yourself, so, Frodo the dumb, this right this time. One of us will be. Okay. Uh... <laughs> we'll be right, I
1: mean. <laughs> is there a right way to get out of uh, having to work, Fro? If you had to go to work right now, is there a right way and a wrong way to get out of work? I know how I... If I was had to mm. work at a job and I, I didn't want to go, you know what I would do? <coughs> oh, I got Oh, I got a <laughs> cough. I got... I would be sounding like Fro. I'd be like, "Oh my head! Yes. My little, my little head face. It hurts so. My head face hurts." That's what I'd say to my boss. And I would cough into the phone. Right, <laughs> <laughs> my head face. And uh, that would be a good way to get out of work. A bad way to get out of work. Man makes mm. bomb threat to avoid work. <laughs> Florida construction worker. Oh, Florida! Of course it. Of course it is. (laughs) What a surprise! A construction worker called in a bomb threat to a water treatment facility uh, to get a day off of work. The authorities say Uh, the man was arrested Thursday and charged with making a bomb threat at a Palm Beach post. Oh, the Palm Beach Post reported more than twenty people were evacuated from the water treatment plant shortly after the threatening nine one one call around seven a.m. Thursday. According to the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, uh, Hamilton had, uh, this guy Hamilton had been working with the construction crew at the facility and later told deputies he had made the threat because he was having a bad day and didn't want to come to work. (sighs)
3: Stupid, stupid thing to do.
2: I'm,
1: I guess he's, uh, I guess construction, especially if it was on like a water treatment facility, is considered, what, essential or whatever?
0: Right, right.
1: But it's not. He's but, not saying I didn't go into work because of coronavirus. He says it's saying <laughs> he had a he was having a bad day and he didn't want to come to work. Right. Uh, he's being held with ten thousand dollar bond. Uh, so let me guess. Was he fired? I'm assuming he was <laughs> fired. Yes. <laughs> I really, really hope so. <laughs> so
0: tell me about this GMI reporter that we will see a video of.
1: Uh, right, uh, Good Morning America. I don't know if you know of that uh, there, Fro.
0: I, I have seen Good Morning America, yes.
1: I haven't seen it since I was a little kid, probably, but <laughs> uh, I it's it's been around my whole life, you know what I mean? Uh, well, Ryan Gosling? Is it Ryan Gosling? No. Uh, what
0: is the American Idol judge? He's, he's a host there sometimes, and
1: uh, Kippa or whatever her name is. I really don't know the hosts. I think one of them is like a football player or an ex-football player or something. Right. Right. But uh, this guy, Will Reeves, uh, who is a, a reporter, went on uh, Good Morning America. Will Reeves, actually, the I think he was the son of uh, uh, Superman. Oh. Yeah. Son uh-huh. or maybe uh, nephew or something. He's related to to that Reeves. Yeah. Um, Ah. So let's go ahead and watch what happened on Good Morning America when he made his appearance on on the show. Let's do that.
0: In three, two, one, leg.
2: Back sooner. Okay.
1: CVS and UPS say initially the final leg of prescriptions journeys will be done by ground carriers, so people won't be getting their medication dropped out of the Mm -hmm. sky into their mailbox just yet, but the companies do say they will scale up the program
3: if it is successful, guys. (coughs)
1: Oh, he's not wearing any future. pants. Right.
3: Coming up, how this car
1: crashed. <laughs> I like how the the anchors don't like—they don't even acknowledge that the guy is in his underwear. <laughs> They're just like, up, oh, move on. It's
0: presented by Robin Roberts, George. Yeah, uh, it's it's presented by Robin Roberts, George Stephanopoulos, George, and Michael. Okay According to the article Okay Wherever they are So since I lived through the French Revolution What uh, revolution comes to mind uh, When you think of revolutions
1: I, I mean Looking at what's going on here in America I think uh, comparing it to the French Revolution Is probably pretty apt When you look at like the class war That's happening here in America right now yeah,
0: and I, I when I talk about the French Revolution, I'm talking about the, the Green West Revolution, of the old French Revolution, by the way. But I, I remember all the street riots and things like that. And uh, Trum is going to tell the truth about "Long Live the Revolution."
3: This is Trump. Trump tells the truth. Well, I'm lost count of days. Lost count of time. It's April, sometimes we feel like May, sometimes we feel like March, but soon is the 1st of May, and that is the International Labour Day. Yes, I know you have Labour Day on different point in the United States, but the International Labour Day is the 1st of May. So, I hope you protest in the way you can. The corona crisis has shown one thing. That the rich and powerful just want to stay rich and powerful, and the other people are going to die for the causes. Sacrifice yourself for the economy, which a conservative talk show host says. Yes, that means you ordinary people are going to die for the economy. I think a lot of that in the United States, definitely conservatives as well, think that this is an ideological race. No, they're going to die. Die like everyone else. They're asking you definitely to die so they can keep on being rich. I don't know what's fucking wrong with you. Is socialism that bad? Is the liberal system we have in Norway that bad? Is free healthcare and education that bad that you're going to die Some one Wall Street guy still could be powerful? It's one of Wall Street people, they always manage to get the biggest lie. This can be you. Yes, the National Lottery also can be you. One in a million. Yes, maybe, if you are lucky. Because this is not you. It's happened a during this crisis that we have to see on a general term. People who work have to unite over races, over borders, over everything. Because it's one thing these crises have shown us, that people on the top don't give a shit. The middle class who's coming up a little, they don't care how much they either. So they are stuck in this alone. I heard a lot of people applauding for nurses and so on, but yeah, it's coming now to an, an ordinary day when these people are still going to work with things who are horrible, but you don't see. You're just are used to thinking along. We need not only a revolution. The revolution is not knocking down buildings, killing government and eat, killing the rich. It is the evolution of the mind. We have a new way of thinking. Only then can people take the power. Because this, we can, we do your regime we had in Eastern Europe is not the way. It's the same shit with the new wrapping. Power corrupts anyway. What we need is a new, fresh revolution of the mind. We need people who have a decent wages. People not stressed, not sick, don't have to be afraid of getting along. If, if you don't have, if you're going to lose your job and you cannot have money for the next month, you only leave, you leave a, a paycheck behind, you're not living a life. You're living in it, It's not, it's not strange that people want to smoke cannabis. It's not, it's not strange that people use a lot of pills to calm down. The whole society has anxiety right now. Yes, my English is not good, I know. Please bear out with me. What we need during this election, but not only election, because this is not only about who politician we learn, it's about how people we are and how people we want to become. That sounds like a great motivation to speak for corrupt politicians, but it is. This world will not go on, will not move in the right direction if we don't do the revolution in our mind. Nobody going to fucking save us. Our traditions is not going to save us. Things we have done in the past is not going to save us. Our constitution is not going to save us. Only we can save ourselves. Let the 1st of May be a start on that. Join solidarity with everybody who's on strike. Yeah, I know it's a crisis, but support the strikes of workers in Amazon and anywhere else. Because we can create a little revolution, remember, but this revolution. Beyond that, this was Tron. Tron tells the truth.
0: Thank you, uh, Tron, for telling the truth. Uh, we have an email address. It's another digital at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. It's podcastadc. Podcastadc. We are a member of Pod All the Time Network. Tell me a little about that. Look,
1: uh, Pod All the Time Network. Check them out on Twitter at, at Pod All the Time PN. Uh, another member of our network, the Round and Round podcast, uh, two Navy buddies trying to make sense of this wacky world, Uh, members of the Pod All the Time network, visit our website and listen and support the show. Uh, That's at RNR, the podcast.
0: Cool. Uh, We have also a Facebook page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, Nothing there, but... uh, if you comment underneath the, the last show, we will read it on this show. Many
1: ways of getting a hold of us. I'm seeing something here. Uh, maybe we missed in the news round, but Jesse Ventura is looking into whether he wants to run for third party presidential candidate. Woohoo! At uh, least I know who I will not be voting for. What, Jesse Ventura?
0: Yeah. Uh, You can't vote in the U.S. election anyway,
1: so... No.
0: (laughs) Don't don't point that out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, TV round. I have seen some uh, TV. I have mostly watched QB this fucking week because other than puking, I have uh, watched uh, QB. But uh, I will start with something I'm pretty sure that you haven't seen. Uh uh pen, Penny dreadful city of angels I'm guessing that you didn't see this No So this is a spiritual descendant of Penny dreadful uh but it's set in Victoria uh London and it opens in 1938 in Los Angeles at a time where uh, where it's, like, induced with Mexican-American folklore and social ten uh, tensions and things like that. I really, really liked uh, the first show. It's one of my most underrated shows of all time. I think Penny Dreadful is... I, I didn't like the movie either, so it's a shit movie. But... Uh, the show is very good. Uh, I think this is going to be up there uh, of uh, shows of this year, actually. Uh, I'm going to give this first episode, I've on this in this first episode, uh, an 8 out of 10.
1: Okay, yeah. I never saw the first, there was a the first. Set of, or a first Penny Dreadful TV show. I never saw that. I did see the movie. Right. Never. I wasn't really a fan of the movie, but there was a series of oh. movies that it came out with, and I didn't really like oh. any of those. So, uh, yeah. Um, didn't see that one, but what I did see this week uh, was I finally am fully up to date on Rick and Morty. I mean, it took me a while, yeah. but I'm there now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Took you like two years or something.
1: It was my... You know, I have a show that like... I only watch this show... uh, It's been different things in the past. uh, Older shows or whatever. It's always an older show. uh, Where I don't watch it unless I have nothing else to watch. And then I go, oh, I'll go watch an episode of Rick and Morty. uh, Or whatever Mm. show I'm watching. Three's Company. Or whatever I'm watching at the time. Uh, And that just happened to be this week. uh, I Kind of had extra time on my hands. So I watched a few episodes of Rick and Morty, but I've been watching it over the course of the last, uh, f- like you said, it feels like two years, but it's probably been a year. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it's good. I, I st- still find it very funny. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the end of season four, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's getting there. Okay, it's getting there. So, yeah, I'm I'm up to yeah. date, though, so uh, I'll be watching it regularly now. I can, which, what that means is i got to find another old show... Uh, that can be my backup show for when I don't have anything to watch. You know what I mean. So I need to find a right. new show to watch.
0: I I think that's pretty easy. Uh, like me, I'm 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 watching both Per Mason and Colombo at the same time. Uh, but I I also found something uh, new new all this week called Ag- Agata Raisin. Have you ever heard of this? Say that again? A Agatha Agatha Raisin. No. Like Raisin. No. So it's a British television show. It's like a Agatha Christie sp- uh sp- sp- spook kind of show. Sure, okay. Uh about this lady that always gets uh influenced in murder. It, it it's it's like murder she wrote. Um uh, mixed with English British humor. That's more or less what it is. Oh, so it's a it's comedy. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's not com it's not uh, not comedy, but it's funny in the way of British like dry humor kind of thing. Sure. It's not it's not made to be funny, but it's it's funny to watch. It's very in the one out uh, in one ear out the other ear entertainment. Very like, you don't really have to uh, watch it uh, in order and things like that. It's very, very, very light. I give it a six out of ten.
1: Okay. Um, Let's see. A season finale. uh, Season finale of Brooklyn Nine Nine was this week. Yeah. Um. The show is officially gonna end because they had a kid and that's when shows officially yes. end, is when they have a child. Yes. yes.
0: I I thought that to myself as well. Uh
1: I yeah, what I, is this season seven? I wanna say, yes yeah, season seven. Uh end of season seven here. Say, Yeah, didn't they say this was going to be the last one? I don't remember anymore because before this season was supposed to be the last season remember right so I don't know if this was
2: uh,
1: the last one or not so yeah
0: I think they said this was going to be the last
2: one I I think
1: so I'm not 110% either Um... okay (laughs) what I'm seeing here Brooklyn Nine-Nine NBC has renewed it for a season 8 so
2: Uh, okay Uh,
1: I watched the most interesting dating
0: show I have seen in a while. It's called The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart.
1: Have you heard about this? I've seen the commercial for it. Yeah, it's like a... (laughs) It's a dating show for people who are musicians, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) So, uh, it's like... Music and love. So it's 20 single men and women who embarks uh, to find love through <laughs> music, singing well-known songs. And it's <laughs> it's like, if, if I could put Luke in any dating show ever, I would put him in this just to see how he fucking suffered.
1: Have you ever seen <laughs> Animal House, bro? The movie Animal House? Yes. The scene with Jim Belushi where he grabs the guy's guitar (laughs) and just smashes it? That would be me in the show. I would just walk in and smash the dude's guitar and drink his beer and then walk
0: out. (laughs) This is so bad. It is so fucking atrociously bad, but it's so fun. I had very much fun with it, but I give it a three out of ten.
1: I may have to watch that this week, because it does sound like... I, I saw the commercial, and I remember thinking, oh, that is going to be awful. But I didn't even know it was out yet. <laughs> like, I saw the commercial yeah. before it had come out. Um, okay. Something uh, I saw, because you said... You saw it last week, Black AF on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it was a show that happened. Um, like I said, I didn't know anything about this fa- this guy, who's, uh, I guess, famous, or at least rich, like, he right. had done things in the past, like shows that I'm supposed to have seen that I don't, I couldn't name one of them right now. Uh, but it's more... Uh, it's modern family-esque in the sense that it's got that uh, mockumentary style, which is yeah. a very out-of-date premise for a <laughs> sitcom show in 2020. It, like, it's been overdone at this point. Yeah. And they're trying to do it again, uh, but it's a black family instead of a white family that's the only difference right Right. Um, and they're rich and it feels really strangely entitled the whole time as a show like it's trying to be deep and like all this other things but it feels very um, disconnected from the reality of uh, most everybody's Mm -hmm. life in America Uh, overall I gave it a 4 not great
0: that's exactly the same thing I give it
1: I mean it's not terrible There were a few things I chuckled at You know a few funny jokes But overall it was like This is this is a show that didn't ever need to be made I saw Gangs of London
0: With Cole Money this week Fucking atrociously good TV show uh, This is uh, made by Sky uh, uh <laughs> Sky Atlantic, and it's about uh, this guy uh, called Finn, that is uh, the most powerful uh, criminal in London, and uh, about all the millions he he uh, he uh, makes, and uh, he dies, and uh, rivals everywhere, and. Uh, nobody knows who ordered the hit on him. This is very, like, if you like that kind of show, this is uh, top of the crops. I gave it eight and a half. I thought it was very, very, very good. I very much enjoyed the acting in this. I think the action in it is interesting. And it's one of the better thrillers I have seen this year. So,
1: Gangs of London. Okay, cool. Um, Afterlife on Netflix with Ricky Gervais, season two episode... Well, I guess season two. I saw, what, three episodes of this, I guess? I'm, I'm still watching it. Okay, did you I check? have not seen this. You haven't seen it? You've seen season one, oh. though, right? Yes,
0: I
2: did. So this yeah. is
1: a Ricky Gervais show uh, created, acted, and everything by him. Um, it's about a guy whose wife dies of cancer, and he realizes... Uh, I can just be an asshole to everybody and nobody can do anything about it. And uh, if I really hate life enough, I can just uh, off myself. Uh, And so that gives me the right to just be a jerk to everybody. Uh, And it's kind of his like coming to realizing, oh, wait, maybe I should be nice to certain people. I can't just be a jerk to this person because they're helping me with this. It's kind of a coming coming of story, but what the life that happens after you lose somebody important to you you know what i mean so it's a comedy mm-hmm. but it's also about very dark um uh, life problems and things like that so it's it's moving but also a comedy it's like a, it's a dark comedy really uh overall this season of uh, the first episodes that i've seen i'd give it 7 uh it's one of those okay. shows that it's funny but you better not be depressed while you're watching it because it's also depressing
0: Right. One of the reasons why I haven't (sighs) seen it. Um, I have never ever seen an episode of 90 Day uh, Fiancé. Fiancé? Fiancé? Fiancé. I have a... Yes, thank you. Uh, I never can say that fucking word. Uh, uh, Before... I think I talked about it last week, didn't I? I don't think so. Okay, but uh, I never seen an episode of that. I saw <laughs> season one and two this week. It's very, uh, or that uh, uh, I saw it last week, but I forgot to talk about it. It's very, very, very interesting. I find it extremely interesting. Uh, may, maybe mostly because um, mo- most of my girlfriends, after I, I met my wife, is from other places than than Norway. So the the whole thing of being on a visa to get married and things like so that is very, like, for me, interesting. But this week, <clears throat> I saw something called 90-Day Finance Self-Quarantined.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yes. So uh, it's, it is... Uh, 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 it's uh, couples that have been featured in other seasons that I haven't seen so I I need to catch up on that and uh, being tested by distance, cultural uh, and religious differences, skeptical families, language barriers and and much more and now they have to be in one house all the time together (laughs) so it's like they have to be very, very, very close. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So it's uh it's it's very, very interesting. I I really liked it. Uh, on the fro scale, it gets uh, a nine, but uh, on the normal scale, it would get a four. Problem, but uh, I I I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> so did you see
1: all the stuff about Big Ed on YouTube, and that that got yeah, you into yeah. watching uh, the show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've yes. seen episodes in the past, I want to say, but I've, I've never really been, been my cup of it. tea as far as its show goes.
2: Yeah.
1: Ending yes uh, There's a couple more things I have. Uh, hopefully you saw the last thing I'm going to mention, but uh, can we talk about Brutal Moose's uh, <laughs> mystery tapes? Uh, what? Seri- my- Brutal Moose is a guy on YouTube. I know I sent you one of them. But he has this series called Mystery Tapes. He put one out yesterday. Oh yes. Where he, oh so fucking good. He put one out yester one out yesterday. Uh, where the whole point of the show is he just takes old VHS tapes that he finds from like mm-hmm. uh, Goodwill or finds them online that are just blank VHS tapes that people have recorded whatever old TV shows on old commercials, and he goes through the old tape and kind of describes what's on there. It's a, I don't. It's yeah. like almost like a digital arc archaeology or something like that it feels very cool very interesting concept for a show whenever there's a new episode out i'm like super stoked so i was really excited to see one yesterday cool uh the last thing i have and i'm wondering if you've seen it the season finale season one uh finale of dispatches from elsewhere no i did not i'm i can't ruin anything then uh the season finale was a season finale, and I did not like it. But I guess
2: uh, we'll see oh, what maybe no. we'll see what Fro
1: thinks next week. I thought it did not. It, I was not happy with the ending, but we'll discuss it next week, maybe. Oh, Aww. Aww.
0: that makes me almost not
1: want to see it. <laughs> I mean, it's almost. definitely worth watching because right uh, the whole it's se- a very good show. Like the, the whole I series just, itself I, I, was a very good show. It's just this right. last episode that I was like, "Eh." Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it's a very interesting pre- premise and everything. Yeah, no, I didn't because I watched so much string on QB. I can't uh, wait to talk about that.
1: Uh, but uh, we did watch the last episode of Vampires this week, Luke. The, va- the finale of season one, that's right. Uh, episode six. Uh, called The Alpha and the Omega. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Donya seizes on a way to placate the community and salvage her family's future. Andrea's search for Elise yields an unsettling discovery. Yeah. This was in a fucking amazing ending. Uh, Yeah, and it it definitely didn't wrap everything up. Me and Fro definitely agreed that this felt like it was going for a season two. I'm not er, sure really if it is or not.
0: No, we uh, we we tried to Google it, but uh, because of the Corona times, it's it's uh, nothing is super confirmed.
1: Right, it kind of looks like there might be, but it looks like there's yeah. Right, exactly.
0: But I, I uh, spoilers ahead for this whole season. Uh, you are warned right now because we're going to talk about ending. Um. I mean, I think I think this whole season has been about this main person, uh, our hero, finding out her special abilities and her place in this hierarchy. I'm very much like this episode because uh, we saw in the last episode that she saved uh, the mom. In this episode, she saves the vampire. Um, what can Elder, you call her? Elder, I think they uh, called her. Elder, yeah, and then uh, uh, one of the others in the vampire hierarchy kills, uh, kill, kills the uh, uh, eldest, and everything gets like in order, and and then his, uh, in, then her mom has to uh, probably become the new vampire elder. It looked like. But, was and, that what you took away from it as well?
1: Uh, yeah, and another important thing that happened... Uh, at the end of last episode, we see this chained-up person in, in this room. We didn't know who it was. This episode, we find out it is the brother of Donya's right. father. Not, not Donya's father, but the brother right. that isn't what a vampire's father. Uh, right. He's the only one out of everybody, I think, that's not a vampire. Oh, the doctor. The doctor lady is also right. not a vampire. The doctor, yeah. Um, but his, apparently, dad is a vampire. But he's not. Yeah. Right? So that's, a, yeah. I guess, uh, something happened there. But for some reason, uh, Donya's actual brother, the older one, uh, Rod, is keeping this guy captive and kind of torturing him, we find out. Right. And the ending of this whole it's- thing is him getting away and... Uh, yeah killing his own son, uh, yeah, and that's a cliffhanger for season one, so it really looks like we're going to go into a season two, to me. What would you give this whole season? I was actually pleasantly surprised by this show. I mean, I I thought it would be okay, but I didn't think it'd be really good. I've got to give it an eight.
0: I totally agree with you. I'm an eight as well. I thought after the first season that uh, uh, this would be a five or six and then it suddenly uh, uh, took itself serious. I think I think this is very much if 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 people haven't seen this uh, this is very much bin, binge-worthy show. Right. I think this is better even if if you binge it because it's very like it gives a very more clear storyline.
1: And it's only six episodes, so it's something you could sit down and binge in, like, a day or two. Easy. No problem. Right. And I think it's designed that way, so.
0: So, next week we'll do absolutely nothing. Uh, but uh, the week after that, we have something uh, prepared. Uh, it's called Upgrade, right? I think it's called Upload. 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 Right. Right. Upgrade is the movie. Upload is the TV show.
1: And I think it's a uh, Amazon Prime show. Yeah, and it looked very, very funny. And kind of interesting, because I think it's like a futuristic world uh, comedy, yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, now we're going to talk about QB. Do I say
1: it right now, QB? I think that's right. QB. So what is QB? Well, QB is an American short-form mobile video platform headquartered in... L.A., California, founded by Jeffrey Katzenberg in 2018. Well, who is this guy, Jeffrey Katzenberg? Uh, He was the chairman of Walt Disney Studios from 1984 to 1994. So 10 years he ran Walt Disney Studios. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some of his hits included The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, you know, the biggest of all the movies basically ever made by Disney. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Oliver and Company, Uh, that was a depressing movie, wow. Uh,
0: Oh, yeah. Kung Fu
1: Panda, How to Train a Dragon. Um, So lots of different things. This guy, uh, he's the person who founded it in 2018. Uh, It's led by somebody named Meg Whitman, uh, or Margaret Whitman, uh, an American business executive and political activist. She is the CEO of of Quibi. Uh, She also serves on the board of Procter & Gamble and Dropbox, uh, she was previously the CEO of Hewlett-Packard. Uh, Whitman was a senior member of Mitt Romney's presidential campaign in both 2008 mm-hmm. and 2012, as well as running for governor of California as a Republican in 2010. So she's a Republican, clearly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. she supported Democratic uh, Democrat Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election. Oh. <laughs> Okay. So she's not, not a Republican. Uh, or maybe Clinton isn't, the isn't a Democrat. Oh, that's another possibility, I suppose.
2: Could be that. Uh,
1: so yeah, these are the people who are running Q- Quib- Quibi. Quibi? QB. Yeah. Q- I think it's QB. QB. Uh, Qub- yeah. Yeah. Uh, the service is targeted towards younger demographic, uh, a younger demographic with content oh. delivered in short form, ten minute episodes. Uh, I barely saw any that reached ten minutes, though. To be honest, um, yeah, I I
0: saw um, I saw the movie, uh, we will talk about it, but I I saw a movie on there and watching a movie, on <laughs> Gibby it's maybe the most ridiculous thing you could ever do.
1: Yeah, Uh, it says here in 2010 the company raised a billion dollars in funding from 11 investors, including, guess who? The Walt Disney Company. Uh, I wonder how they got that money. Uh, NBC Universal, uh, Sony Pictures, Warner Media, Liberty Global, Viacom, CBS, and the Alibaba Group, uh, which is a Chinese multinational company, uh, technology company. So uh, there's... You know, Chinese investors in this, as well as Walt Disney. Uh, In 2020, they announced a partnership with Canadian telecoms company BCE and Bell Media. Uh, And then the service launched April 6, 2020. So pretty recently. On April 14th, the company announced it had seen 1.7 million downloads of its app.
0: Yeah. Uh, Should we go to the website? Yeah, go to the website.
1: We can just go so through that. There's not much there to talk about, to be honest. No, I mean,
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think the, I think I will say this about the website. It looks very good.
1: It's a very professional website.
0: Yes, uh, you can download download it ninety days free. I I did that. Uh, the plan starts at four ninety nine. What do you think
1: about the price point? Well, that's for the ad version, right? Because right, I think the non-ad right. version is seven ninety nine. I want to say. Right. Uh, this should not cost money at all, no. and they should just be running on be ads. Free. Yeah, it should be. If they yeah. want people to use this thing, it should at least be free right now, just running with yeah. ads, making advertising dollars, yeah. and then eventually, if people really, really like it, then you could probably charge. But right now, no. At least me, I am not going to pay for this. Ever uh, uh, at any point in my life. Either. Uh, I think uh, I have put a
0: small review for everything that I have seen. Uh, should Should we go through the shows? Uh,
1: I want to read something really quick here. Uh, okay. An article I found from yesterday uh, from the Desert News, which I looked up is actually uh, kind of it's a Republican leaning uh, paper. For sure, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not surprised that they're doing a kind of a pro, uh, Quibi, uh thing, because of who's running this. We see are very Republican people, uh, Quibi, TikTok mm-hmm. and the impact of short form video is what it's called, as corporations hop on the trend of short tor- uh, short form content. Uh, w- we could see short form content in ways we've never seen before. Uh, it says here, uh. In the modern age, Americans have not only divided, uh, dived into binging the latest Netflix show, which could be hour-long ex- episodes, but viewers have also found interest in short-form videos that provide snippets of an exchange on, or a moment. Today, content isn't just like a television show or a movie. It's a two-minute update of a fictional character's life. A uh, short-form video has grown in the grassroots. People are sharing stories they relate to on a ground level, as the corporate, as, but as corporations hop on the trend, could we see short, short ter- short-form content in ways we haven't seen before? Uh, and then it says here, uh, we're shifting to short-form. Uh, not surprising that people are moving towards short-form f- video. Uh, I think it's the consumer's appetite, says the CEO and founder of Loop Media. Uh, you know, I think people are looking for bite-sized. E- ep- experts saw a shift towards short-form f- video and content. Slowly, people watched less and less long-form videos and caught a glimpse of the shorter ones. Uh, and that's why Facebook video became so popular.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I I will say they are 110% uh, incorrect. Uh, I, I find it very. Uh, I will say this right away. I find this extremely hard to watch, and not not only because it was so extremely short, but because you are bound by the phone. Like, why is there? They don't allow AirPlay. Is for me ridiculous. And they have said that to a certain degree that that was the wrong strategy and that they will maybe implement uh, airplay and the ability to play on, on your TV in a different version. But right now, watching the content on your phone is so ridiculously fucking
1: atrocious. It says here, short form videos can be anything. It's not just a big blockbuster hit. It's not a television show with a mystery box or one that relies on intellectual properties. Uh, It says here, the key for loop media is low budget. Give content creators the tools to make their own stories, music, videos without any of the high budget uh, Hollywood Hollywood budget. Uh, Quibi is the first foray into short form content from a corporation. So this is important. So it's not like YouTube or anything like that. The app is a mixture of short form and long form. We know the service offer, offer short bite episodes that last about eight to 10 minutes. People can watch the mini episodes over the course of an hour. Uh, Meg Whitman, the CEO of Quibi, told me that everyone has in between movements where they're waiting, where they're waiting between your zoom call and your fast food drive through. Quibi episodes are meant to fill fill those voids. So that's what their whole purpose for this is. Right, but it doesn't work. It definitely doesn't work right now, because there's not a lot of uh, little <laughs> voids that people are having during a pandemic.
0: Um, uh, like I said, I have seen more of this than, than you have. You, you have to stop me if there's any shows that you have seen. Uh, I think I will start with uh, the best show on on here, uh, Fifty States of Fright. Uh, that is a horror anthology show, and I think that is definitely their best show. Uh, it's it's a show I would rate a seven and a half if if it was uh, on a normal platform. If it was a TV uh, show. Seg- <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah. the other thing we got to mention. is like this is not a Television show in any way whatsoever no. because it's not. No. It, they're like six minute long episodes, right? Right. right. So, uh,
0: I watched that, uh, 7, 7.5. I said yes. Uh, Christie's Court, and that is, uh, I saw this. Uh, yes, like every fucking other courtroom television
1: program because it has less like legitimacy because she's not a real judge uh the first episode they're like oh let's bring in john legend because you know we have to get him in there for no reason yeah and we'll have him sing so we have to have this court case specifically be about (laughs) this guy who's a singer and it's clear it's all fake as well oh so fake
0: and I think that's that's one of the things that makes it uh one of the worst shows. So I'm I made, made this show like Good, bad, good, bad. Right, this is, I get,
1: the thing I wrote down is but, this is celebrity YouTube, where it's like, it's YouTube, <laughs> like, m- these people would get shunned off of YouTube for already being yes. big celebrities, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. But, okay, so we'll make our own YouTube because we're big and powerful and rich and we have the Walt Disney Company and the these uh, billionaires behind us, right.
0: But, uh, yeah, I give it a uh, 2.5. <laughs> What would you give it?
1: <laughs> uh, score wise, uh, uh, I guess maybe uh, uh, two point five. Yeah, you uh, as well. Good.
0: Uh, then I saw Fire uh, Fierce Queens. This is a this is a documentary series about uh, uh, the jungle, and it's very like. It's very good, but uh, again, the problem is like, okay, eight minutes. You don't, you don't, that's the problem with this. You're trying to get people involved with something. And you don't get involved with, or emotionally attached after just like eight minutes.
1: I think the best example of of that, sorry, I think the best example of that of not being able to get invested, was the show Fight Like a Girl from WWE. This is a show where they're supposed to, like, change emotionally, but how are you supposed to go go through this, like, oh, I'm this person, and then six minutes later, I'm this whole other person. It didn't, it felt, not only that, it felt completely disingenuous, Uh, and Stephanie is starting to look like a cat lady uh, in this show. (laughs)
0: It's so funny you say that, because I have, I have this written down uh, that, that that every girl in this, uh, because that that's also the thing, like, every girl that is in every episode here, because I I think I saw two or three episodes of this, every girl is so, like, they are so emotional at the end. And you see Stephanie, like, stand there with her ha- hands crossed and, like, mm-hmm. Yes, very good. You have had the journey right now.
1: <laughs> during this, sh- in Dur- this fucking episode. Yeah, this show was awful. Uh, during this episode is when I noticed the. Okay, we didn't talk about this, but you, one of the features is which you can do on YouTube, so it's not really a feature. You can turn the, the app one way, and it'll show the like a vertical version of the show, and you can, or you can turn it landscape, and you can watch it how everybody watches anything on their phone because they're not stupid. Uh, right but with YouTube you if you flip it up it, you see the comments you see suggested videos things like that this it just goes to a full screen the other way which nobody would ever <laughs> want to watch it like that because you get less picture right. it's like watching yeah uh, instead of watching the cinematic version watching the 43 version for some reason I don't know why you would want to do that um, and but what I notice is they have the vertical uh, time code bar. Like at the timecode bar would usually be on the bottom of the screen, yes. just like in a YouTube channel, but this one it has a vertical timecode <laughs> yes. bar. But for some reason, it goes top to bottom. And when mm-hmm. I noticed that, I went, "Hmm, it, this is this is very much like uh, certain writing." And then I was like, "Oh, uh, the Alibaba Group is involved in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes a lot of sense."
0: Uh, then I saw Murder House flick. This is a true crime and a makeover show, where where they makeover uh, houses where people have been murdered. Right. It is one of the, the most atrocious premises I have heard of in my entire life. It's like, okay, some people have been killed in this house. Let's let's make it nice and beautiful.
1: It is so weird. <laughs> uh, I saw, uh, Floored with Liza Koshy, the YouTuber ah. Liza Koshy, which I thought was the most, this is a YouTuber on this, this Quibi app, which I thought was very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a terrible show. It was a breakdancing show. I'm, I'm putting that in air quotes, breakdancing show, a break uh, dancing show. where yeah. they have the breakdancing floor would normally mm-hmm. be out in the middle of the crowd. This one, though, it, like, tilts back and forth, and then there's, like, some kind of obstacle which which changes every time, which didn't make any sense to me, because how is it a fair game if <laughs> no. they're both going <laughs> against each other, but they don't have the same obstacles,
0: right? I know. It makes absolutely no fucking sense at
1: all. And Liza Koshi <laughs> is awful in this. The judges are terrible. The two episodes I saw of this were just horrible.
0: Uh, one of the better things that I saw, um, Punked.
1: Did you watch Punked? Uh, no. I really like. See, I just assumed show. this was going to be Punked, you... so I didn't think I needed to watch it because I've seen Punked before.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it it is Punked, but it, it's like it's not with Ashton Ash Kutcher; it's with uh, that singer,
2: right?
1: I, yeah I really liked it I mean it, wasn't there a version it's... of punk with Fez from uh or whatever his name is Fez? you know from uh, that 70s show whatever that actor's name is didn't he do a version of punk at some point did he? I think so I think I think
0: Ashton was the only one that did it hmm, okay. maybe I'm wrong uh okay so let's talk about tanks a million did you see this?
1: No, I did not. This is awful. So,
0: this is celebrities uh, in, in the first episode uh, giving away money, uh, 100,000, and the people that gets it need to give away half to someone else. So, it's like, uh, uh, and the reason why it's called "Thanks a Million, it's because uh, it's 10 celebrities, get it? Okay. And each go gives away a hundred
1: thousand. Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, so ten celebrities, a hundred thousand makes one million, yes. I I struggled with that.
1: <laughs> I was
0: like, why is this show called Thanks a million?
1: <laughs> it still doesn't uh, sound doesn't sound interesting though, to me. No, uh, it's, it's I saw weird. Dummy, which is just oh. uh, the quippy version of Lars and the Real Girl is what I wrote. Yes, <laughs> that is uh, entirely true. Uh, then I saw a
0: movie. Yes, they have they have movies here, and this is where I had the biggest problem, because all the shows are totally fine to see in short forms, but I saw the most dangerous games. The most dangerous game. And it is filled with amazingly fucking actors. It has Christopher Walls in it. That plays the shirt out of Liam Hemsworth. Uh, Both of them are amazing in this. But it is so incredibly hard to see. And that's because it is so short episodes. And you have to wait for the next two episodes because it doesn't autoplay right after. And then you get like credits and shit and things like that. It's
1: awful. If only there was some way people could take each of these parts and put them together with some sort of editing software and then load them up, <laughs> up onto some type of server that people could then go download and not have to sit through each episode and commercials. <laughs> if only that was the thing that could happen. Yeah. The, speaking what of else? which, uh, this is a movie, but you can only watch it on your phone. W- remind you, there is no way mm-hmm. to stream this to your television. There is no way to access Quibi through your computer, your laptop, nope. your tablet, or anything. It's just phone only.
2: <sighs>
1: you, it, it is less advanced than YouTube in the sense that YouTube, at least you can hit the little uh, YouTube button if you have a smart TV and it will send it to your smart TV so you can watch your your YouTube that you're watching on your phone on your TV. You can't do that on this app. What else did you watch? Uh, something I actually kind of liked, Agua Donkeys, which was this weird show yeah. about these two pool cleaner guys, uh, who are yeah. just idiots. Like, California yes. surfer idiots who are trying to impress yes. this girl, uh... And she doesn't really like them, but they think to, right. to impress her, they need to jump off this roof into a pool. Right. Uh, Memory Hole. Uh, this is also one
0: of my favorite shows. It has uh, Will Arnett in it, and it uh, is uh, just the, the popular show on E-Network with just that uh, it's now on, on this. It's, like, a very pop culture thing. Uh, And, uh, yeah, Uh, it's, uh, I, this is the only one that I actually recommend people to go out of their way
1: to see. I
0: think I would rate it an 8.
1: Um, okay, let's see. Well, I guess one point I wanted to make is I'm sitting there. Uh, and I go and lay down on my bed, and I'm watching something on there. I don't remember what show. And right. uh, it goes back to the home page after... Yeah. And the home page is always vertical. So yes. you have to turn your phone over if you're lying down, and then yeah. go through the thing, and then go back, and then you have to flip your phone back. So yeah. they, they've messed up because... You have to keep flipping your phone back and forth when you ever you go to homepage because it's always vertical yeah. and nobody's watching yeah. your shows vertical, Quibby. Okay, no. so just knock it off. Oh. <laughs> I tried. I tried with one episode just. just I, I was playing around it. with it. I played around with right. it just to kind of see, like, okay, uh, I think it was in um, the fight like a girl. They have like right. they have like three people. Uh, Oh no, I guess it was the the break dancers cuz they have the three break dancers and it's I'm right. got it in normal landscape how everybody watches shows on their phone and you see all three people and then I turn it and it's a super close up on one person's face. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> okay, uh, why would I want to see this instead of the whole instead of seeing everything? Uh,
0: the last thing I saw was a reality show called uh, Elba versus Black. This is uh, Idris Elba and Ken Black that goes head to head to see who's the best driver.
1: Yeah, I saw this. Uh,
0: yeah, um, it's a very car show if you like car shows.
1: <laughs> I, I've liked Idris Elba as far as an actor in the past, but yeah. the show made him come off as a genuine human being to me, like just like. <laughs> Just a regular kind of uh, weird guy. To be honest, okay. I, I thought I liked him better. I didn't think he was a douche at all. Oh, really? But... I, I thought he
0: came out as a very rich and spoiled man.
1: Uh, yeah, true. you could say that for sure. But right. it, in the sense that like, it made him seem like the rich guy who just wants to play around because yes. he has yes. money. Right. Yes.
0: That's. Uh, I didn't mean douche in, in a bad way, in a way. It's kind of a you know, I meant more like he see he seemed a little like
1: uh, pompous. Your, yeah, pompous. There yeah, maybe, maybe I can see yeah. that. Uh, another thing that I kept doing uh, because uh, I I was doing things around my house, I, I set my phone down in front of my TV because that you oh. I, I, generally if I'm cleaning or I'm working on the computer, then I'll look over at my TV. So I I was getting used like. The phone, if I put it anywhere else, I, I wouldn't turn around right. I'd just automatically turn to the TV because that's how what I'm used to watching stuff on. And then I noticed myself uh, the sound would change or, like, it would end the episode. And I'd go to grab my TV remote to, like, change the thing.
2: <laughs>
1: that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But here's 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 the question. Why wouldn't you pay for this?
1: Well, the content is bad. Uh, that's one thing. Right. There's one show I like that I watched out of all the shows that I watched. Uh right. And we're calling them shows. We should not call them shows. We should call them something else. No, we
0: shouldn't. I don't know what we could
1: call them. Though. Videos, really? I guess. We'll just call them videos because that's yes. what we call YouTube videos, right? I think YouTube right. lately has moved over to more long-form content in the sense that a lot of people yes. I see are now doing thirty-minute videos. A lot of people, uh, instead I mean, of doing one... makes, uh, longer videos than this cubishet stuff. So. Well, I'm saying, in that sense, I think maybe they may be onto something if YouTube continues to go more long-form. If they were to make this free and make it ad make it with ads free, I can see people just going there if they want short form content. If YouTube uh for some reason just goes all long form, which isn't gonna happen, but it right. does seem to be slowly a lot of YouTubers are going more long form than they used to. It used to be six minute videos and now and then it was ten minute videos because ads you could get more ads on a ten minute video and now it seems mm-hmm. like people are going even more long-form where they're not putting out a 10-minute video every day. A lot of them are putting out uh, two 30-minute videos a month instead, right? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So this could be a good thing for QB as far as a business opportunity, but they'd have to make it free because nobody's paying four ninety nine to watch a six-minute video. No.
0: Right no i i don't uh I don't really understand the business model behind this uh because like i said i think I think the problem is content is definitely one thing and <clears throat> and the other thing is is the ability to just have it on the phone. I mean, I would probably watch more of it if I could play it on something else than my phone. But I, I found it more and more irritating the more I watched uh, that I had to watch it on my phone when I wanted to watch it on something else.
1: Exactly. I mean, this is something they could fix easily but, in the future. I haven't heard anybody yeah. saying that they're going to, but they could, okay, if yeah. they wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still, it's these little videos, and you're not – especially for ad-free. You're, nobody's paying 8 bucks a month. That's the no. same as Netflix prices. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's terrible. And it's not Netflix. It's not even trying to be
1: Netflix. It's it's just generally bad in in three ways to me. Bad content from the stuff that I yep. saw it was not entertaining. Uh, fake. Um, very corporate is my number two. Yep. It's like just all. It's very incredibly corporate. Uh, and number mm-hmm. three, like you said, only on the phone. Uh, is the biggest drawback to this whole thing, and yeah. uh. the yesterday when I finally was up, fed up with it was when I, when I realized that you couldn't have the home page, uh, in landscape mode, and that's when I was just right. like, get, I'm deleting this thing right now. I'm over it.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Uh, but uh, they don't have any problems with people quitting, or do they?
1: <laughs> uh, what we're seeing here is, uh. Another top executive at Quibi has left uh, the, uh, oh, Ma- Megan Imbres sorry, that name is a little weird, uh, head of brand content and marketing, is leaving the company after a year in the role uh, Variety has confirmed. Uh, Imbrez, whose exit comes two weeks after QB launched, uh, oversaw creative developmental for all short-form streaming service brands and content marketing executions, including uh, their Super Bowl ad. So she did their Super Bowl ad ad as well. Right. I remember that. It says here she's the the latest executive to leave Jeffrey Katzenberg's ambitious company. So more people have left. Let's see. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's
0: uh, uh, because uh, Tim Conley, head of QB Partnership, left in August, uh, followed uh, by the exit of Janice Min, head of Daily Content, in September. In November, Diane Nelson, a respected former DC Entertainment president who was QB's head of content, quit. quit. So there is a lot of people quitting.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, d- yeah, it's still the same uh, leadership, at least, but a lot of people being shifted around because I don't think that I haven't seen any numbers on it because I don't think they're releasing them. But I don't think this app right. is doing very well. No, and,
0: and I I I, uh, I would I would still have it on my phone if they went for uh, it with commercials, <laughs> the, and I didn't have to pay for it.
1: Right, no and it'd have to stay exactly the commercials they have now. If they went to right. a app like a like how Hulu does it with ads, where they have like three minute ad breaks sometimes, right. I'm not gonna watch that. The problem is the no. other thing is at least like I said, the content on there is subpar, and that's a real issue. Right, and it feels yeah. very corporate. It doesn't feel like a a vlog you would see on YouTube, which feels very um, natural right. and very. Uh, Homegrown. This feels very corporate, very Walt Disney. All of it does so.
0: And I think that's uh, 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 because we didn't talk any about their daily shows because, I mean, their daily shows are more or less TMC, uh, Telemundo, the news. uh, uh, Yeah, it's not nothing very. It's like very corporate. nothing news nothing absolutely nothing so we're, were
1: nay or yay to this app i gotta say nay right now i mean they could fix a few things and it may they they could get a customer base but right now i'm saying nope.
0: hey luke you have uh, put me through hell again i did
1: can you read the description of redline uh, yeah, uh, sure. So, th- we do 12 Months of Hell. Why don't you describe what that is really quick, Fro?
0: Yeah, uh, so, uh, Luke is going to give me 12 movies one once every month. Uh, we're going to do a tournament at the end of this, uh, uh, where we discovered which movie was the worst he gave me, and, uh, the premise is that I have not seen it, he has. So...
1: Uh, and this is the fourth movie we have done? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Redline, like you said, Uh, Natasha is an aspiring singer and ace driver. She gets a gig illegally racing flashy sports car for a wealthy music producer, uh, Infamous, who, with his millionaire friend Jerry and Michael, bets big money on street races but the already dangerous contest spirals out of, out of control when the conniving Michael decides to do whatever it takes to get Natasha racing for him instead of for Im- Infamous.
0: Yeah, so this is a hooker movie. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: about this hooker. it's about this hooker that everybody's fighting for. <laughs> it sounds like that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, it has a 4 out of 10 on RMDB, 47% on Fandango, 24% on Metacritics, and who are the 81% Google users that like this movie? I think that's I a lie. I <laughs> I think that's a lie as well. <laughs> I need to talk to them.
1: Yeah, I mean, it has a uh, 0% tomato meter and 40%, 47% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. So, if I had to describe this
0: for anyone that have never seen it, it's Fast and Furious but boring. It's gone in 60 seconds but boring. It's everything that that movies are, but fucking boring, and the plot makes absolutely zero fucking sense because they're trying to get uh, it's so convoluted it's like it makes zero sense and i i I, I watched this with someone else and I was like, um uh, and and uh this girl I was watching it with... She's, she said to me, so after they done this race, what are they going to do right now? And I said, I have no clue. And uh, they go on in the movie. And like five seconds later, no fucking joke, they, they have enough race. And we go like, what the fuck is going on? And why are they having this race? And why are they trying to... Do- get these cards, and this girl that everybody's so fucking interested in, that nobody really likes, and it's like, like I said, it, it is a fight for this, this the, uh, the view of women in this movie. Oh, right, <laughs> so yeah. 2007 outdated. seems like
1: a long time ago now, when you watch this movie, right. for sure.
0: <laughs> it is so outdated. It's like women are... Thing that men possess, and we can do everything. We're going to fight for this girl. You say that, she's but yeah.
1: the lead character is like a fe- The female protagonist is like a bad, supposed to be a badass race car driver, but kid. she's not right. But she's not though, she's supposed she's to be a hooker,
0: <laughs> she's a hooker that <laughs> everybody, for some reason, really really wants to be with the acting in this I, I don't know if i can call it acting it's atrocious but i will i will say this it is not as bad as that trippy music video that you sent me okay because at least i w- i wasn't super bored i mean i was bored but i wasn't like bleeding out of my eyes bored
1: <laughs> right okay yeah uh, i mean that makes sense it does have some action in it. It's got some race, racing right. and things like that. The acting is terrible, though. Uh, right. Speaking of the actors, d- d- check out that article I sent you. This is something I didn't tell you beforehand. Uh, this happened at the time. Eddie Griffin crashes Ferrari Enzo, Ferrari Enzo worth $1.5 million into a concrete barrier Monday. This is... Uh, he was practicing for a charity race to promote his upcoming film, Redline, when he drove too fast around to a curve... Uh, and completely destroyed uh, this car. (laughs) This was supposed to be to promote a movie about racing cars, by the way. He crashed a really expensive (laughs) car. Uh, Only 400 Ferrari Enzos were ever produced between 2002 and 2004.
0: Yeah, so uh, the scale is from zero where... uh, Okay, this isn't totally okay. Move it to 10, I want to claw my eyes out. Uh... So this is getting a six point five uh, on that scale. Okay. So I didn't. I think it, I think it's the best of the movies you have sent me so far. But that's not saying that's not that's not a compliment. By the way, <laughs> don't take don't don't take that as a compliment. Are you? Very nice because it's not meant as a compliment.
1: It's fine because nobody anywhere is ever gonna be able to see this uh, ever again because it's impossible to no. find. So I think people whoever we made ha- this like ha- they're trying to hide it from everybody.
0: We had so much trouble finding this when when you you were going to give me this. So yeah, but yeah, so that means that uh, the April uh, is month uh, is done, and you have to think of. Uh, movie
1: in May, right? I still have to come up with something. So, mm-hmm. so uh, let's do some movie round news before we go into the
0: movies we said.
1: Uh, climate experts uh, call for dangerous Michael Moore film to be taken down. Uh, this is a movie I talked about last week, "Planet of the Humans," which takes aim at the green movement is uh, full of misinformation, says one online library. A new Michael Moore produced documentary that's supposed to, that is, takes aim at the hypocrisy of the green movement, is dangerous, misleading, and destructive, and should be removed from public viewing, according to assortment of climate scientists and environmental campaigners. Uh, The film was released on the eve of Earth Day last week by its producer, uh, free on YouTube I should say. Describing itself as a full frontal assault on our sacred cows, the film argues that electric cars and solar energy are unreliable and rely upon fossil fuels to function. Mm. It also attacks figures, yeah. including Al Gore, for bolstering corporations that push flawed technologies over real solutions.
0: Yeah, I saw, I saw this movie this week. I will talk about it a little later. But uh, uh, it's a fucking amazing movie. But uh, I, I I also saw uh, the answers that Michael Moore came out. You linked me in, to a video where he was in interviewed about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. About this uh, things, And I, I think his answers were really good.
1: I mean, it's Michael Moore. He's not going to just put out a movie without having a reason to. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah, and, then, and and the thing about like resources and how much resources things cost, this was uh, super interesting for me, but uh, I will talk a little about that later. Uh, but uh, look, I'm going
1: to miss the Cannes Festival, or will I? Uh, apparently not. YouTube, to stream Tribeca, Cans and Sundance f- films for free starting May 29th, uh, the 10-day... Ten- ten We are one festival to feature movies from 20 of the world's most famous film festivals. Uh, In light of the closures from the coronavirus pandemic, YouTube announced Monday a global film festival called We Are One. The free online festival begins May 29th and runs through June 7th on YouTube. Uh, So yeah, we'll be able to see a bunch of, of, uh, well, you know, kind of artsy movies, I guess
0: i'm definitely going to check out uh some of these movies we will probably talk about that i'm super interested in this
1: i mean it's f- they're all free so I- i'm guessing yeah. that at least one of them is going to be really good and it's going to be you know it's going to go viral for the fact that it's free it's on youtube everybody can watch it you know what i mean so right well, like i said i'm i'm super
0: interested in seeing this so uh, I can't. I can't wait to see what comes out because they have not leaked anything about what's coming out yet. So, I speaking think we'll of something you've seen, uh,
1: Trolls World Tour. Uh, you saw. Yeah. You saw that, right? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, it did uh, nearly a hundred million dollars in revenue through digital sales alone, uh, making more money than. The first Trolls movie did in the theaters. Nice for them. Uh, maybe it's good for them, maybe it's not, because AM the- AMC Theaters is saying it will no longer play Universal movies after Trolls World Tour uh, has on demand success. Uh, okay. Why? Uh, Why? The decision came after recent comments by the NBC Universal ex- executives. AMC will no longer play the Universal films effectively imme- effective immediately after unacceptable comments were made from CEO Jeff Schell on its decision to bypass traditional theatrical releases of Trolls World Tour to make it a digital exclusive. In the interview, Jeff Shell noted that Trolls World Tour succeeded uh, their expectations, pulling in nearly $100 million in revenue through digital sales alone and more than 5 million copies sold. As a result, he noted... Soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats, uh, meaning some movies would continue in theaters, uh, while others would go directly to digital retailers or possibly land on their new streaming service. Ah, Peacock. That makes ah. a lot of sense. Uh, so but this is this is what what I said, uh, and I I, I I
0: predicted this when we were talking about this. Yeah, we did. This. We we both talked but, about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about how this will probably kill off the movie industry because everybody is now like, uh, people are super hungry for content. I mean, that's, that's why Tiger King became so fucking popular was because it was released in the, uh, in, in the, the time frame of, uh, this time. And, and because people have nothing else to watch. Right. And, uh, and and uh, that's also about another movie that I saw this week that we both, both saw that also was on Netflix that I saw everybody, all of a sudden, everybody that I follow on YouTube that are like movie commentators uh, posted a video uh, with reviews of uh, that movie. So it's very clear that people are hungry for content. And I think this will affect... It in a, in a different way. I'm not saying it's bad or 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 good. I'm just saying that this coronavirus creates possibilities for people that uh, don't have the opportunity to go to the movies.
1: Also, Regal, uh, the second biggest. Uh, all right, maybe it th- Regal's the biggest and AMC's the second biggest uh, th- theater chain. I think Regal is bigger, yeah. Right. A- Regal owner Cineworld also is refusing to play Universal movies amid Troll World Tour dispute. Uh, Regal Entertainment Exhibition Chains is joining AMC theaters to refuse to play Universal Picture films in the wake of NBC Universal Jeff Shell's promise to open titles on premium VOD and in theaters concurrently. This is huge news for mo- the movie yeah. industry. Uh, but uh, I, I have a question for you. Do you think it's good? I think it's good, but uh, I also think that there will always be those movies that are theater type movies. But maybe those movies right. are going to go away. Maybe we're not going to have those kind of Star Wars theater openings. Like I, like I said, I in wouldn't the past.
0: mind that. I wouldn't mind that. That I focus more on quality than quantity.
1: I, I think it's. Me. This is just a this is a really big story because it's NBC universal. If Bloomhouse did right. this, which is a small horror film production company, uh, right. I don't think it'd be as big of a, nobody deal. would, nobody would care. care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So movies, let's talk about the planet uh, of the humans. Uh, what an, uh, fucking amazing documentary. Uh, I saw it this week, uh, because Luke recommended it to me. Uh, I'm all I was already convinced uh, of the things that they were talking about, so for me there was uh, more convincing of my bias, I guess <laughs>
1: <laughs> against uh, uh, well, did they add that. any evidence that you didn't hadn't thought of before or you know what I mean uh, yeah the, the windmill uh, thing
0: was something I didn't think about i I thought about the electric car since. And and uh, uh, solar panel, but the windmill thing is something I didn't know about. Okay. So that was super interesting. I didn't know anything about that, but uh, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten.
1: Uh, I saw a movie, a Netflix movie called Extraction. Yeah, me too. You saw this? Okay. Uh, yeah. it's you know every action movie you've ever seen, I guess, with Chris Hemsworth.
0: Yeah. I can now exclusively on another digital citizen say that the movie commentary for that will be on uh, the Patreon for that wrestling show. Okay. I did a movie commentary for that movie. The first time I watched it.
1: Uh, <laughs> is it like a synced commentary or just like, a? yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Yeah. uh, yeah, it's about a guy who is like a, what, mercenary who has to go mm-hmm. uh, get this kid who was kidnapped, but then it turns out he was uh, backstabbed by the people who hired him, and it goes from there.
0: But it's fucking boring.
1: Yeah, it wasn't
2: great. It is I gave it a so three.
0: It is
1: atrociously <laughs> boring.
0: Uh, I, I said in the video, I said, uh, or in the audio, I said, like, is this a three or is it a 3.5? I was like struggling with with giving it a three or three point five. I think I landed on a three point five uh, because of the. Uh, I think uh, the female actor is very good. You know uh, what it needed Chris, um,
1: that would have mm-hmm. increased the score is some action like Bollywood action scenes that are just way over the top and ridiculous. You know
0: what I said? I said, oh, what would help with this movie is all of a sudden it comes out like with a Bollywood song in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if you want to listen to my commentary for the first time when I watched this movie, I was more and more bored and talked less and less because I was so bored of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a new thing on Patreon, on, on that wrestling show called Pro Watches. So I will probably do uh, Tiger King as well uh, for a third time. Uh, uh, I haven't decided what to do next, but it was very fun to do this video and, and have uh, talking to myself. It was very funny. Uh, but let's see the trailer for something called... The true history of the Kelly Gang. R. R.
1: Do you know anything about the Kelly Gang before? Uh, it sounds familiar, but not really, no. Mm. But apparently, they have mullets.
0: <laughs> I, I like EFCA films, though. They're a good company. I were but a child, yet I were already traveling full-time. Their horror movies are fantastic. ...toward the man I would become.
1: Whoa, that was kind of horror-like. Yeah. This looks pretty cool, though. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Looks
0: very much like a movie I would like. I won't kill you right now. You're not the man you pretend to be. No actors I recognize, though. Yeah, it's got Charlie Hunnam in, in
1: it. you call mother.
0: Hanum? Hanum.
1: Hanum? Right? That's his name, Hunnam? I think.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, guy, there right he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh
1: intends rescue you.
0: Sons of boy.
1: You go out there and be a big man.
0: of Yeah. yeah
1: uh, apparently it has Russell Crowe in it as well, is what I'm seeing right here, but I, we haven't seen him in the trailer yet. No. Based on the novel, okay? Oh, well, this boy. looks badass. Uh,
0: you're bloody
2: bulletproof boys. <laughs> 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 that
1: very cool. Oh, there he was.
0: Then
2: he would call me
1: oh, bullet- he's just got a giant beard. That's why you can't tell yeah. It's yeah. him. Yeah. That look that looks like m- what my beard looks like right now actually. But just giant. Uh, would call me a hero. Uh, I have gotten some comments that I should take my
0: bag. I was like, no, too lazy.
1: Cool, that looks very interesting.
0: Uh, what is this movie all about, Luke?
1: Uh, true history of the Kelly gang, an exploration of an Australian bushranger, Ned Kelly and his gang as they attempt to evade authorities during the 1870s. Uh, six point one out of ten on IMDb, seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 75% on Metacritic, but 54% of Google users like the film. Yeah. So, not that great. 173
0: reviews on Google, uh, by the way. Um, yeah, uh, pretentious load of shite, says the uh, slogan McHugh. I wanted to indulge myself with the fugue's edginess, do it without uh, protein the name and the story of Ned Kelly, who actually stands uh, for a lot. As anyone who has read the Instaunchman uh, uh, book uh, would know, uh, this uh, was a c- uh, ca- cock handed, pap- a film by numbers, apologetic landscape shot. Use of the C word because all of its Irish rebels talk like that. Thick. Beautiful spirited woman forced into prostitution thick. <laughs> M- mutations of corpse <laughs> as in Vietnam, but a mid story. Zero plot or character development around the gang because we are in a relationship through dire <laughs> to this terrible <satirical> title. <laughs> That's funny. Etc., etc., etc. Sad to see Russell Crowe. Roped into this appealing
1: rubbish. That's, that's, he didn't like it. I guess not. Uh, I went to the no. Facebook. Uh, Sam Imbram says, saw it last week. Bloody outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patricia Carmargo says, uh, love George McKay. He's excellent in this movie as well. Do you find any bad reviews? Uh, D. Owen says, "I didn't think it was as good as it made out, but was still totally watchable."
2: Mm.
0: So mm- I found the five five star. Uh, this is one of the greatest movies I have seen in a long time. Dark, gritty, and so uh, like rough Australian. Of course, uh, it's true—not the true tale. It says on the start of the movie. I loved every minute. Australian film at the best language is awesome little cheeky and very fun but also gruesome so good I would watch it many times in my lifetime but yeah will you uh, will you go out of your way to see this
1: well um, I'm not gonna pay for it probably but if it was free on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu I'd, I'd watch it right me too I mean it looks interesting it enough. looks super interesting but according to the Facebook, At least on there, not much engagement, like, not very many people talking about it, not much, uh, not many comments on their posts or anything like that, so. Yeah.
0: Other movies coming out this week,
1: cricket, cricket. (laughs) Right? Uh, I mean, there are, uh, there are certain, uh, other movies (laughs) that have come out, like, Extraction, but we already talked about that, so. Right. Hey, you should go to
0: audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Next week, we will do news of the week. We will do no TV show review because we have a little break. We will do another digital... Uh... I'm going to guess that it has something to do with a horse.
1: Uh, you broke up a little bit. Uh, dream horse. Yeah, I'm guessing it probably yes. has something to do with a horse and somebody, a horse somebody who wants in a dream. wants to have a horse, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's my little pollinator movie <laughs> that would be very funny, and uh, me and Luke are going to compete uh, against each other to see if who knows each other best. If I know Luke best or Luke knows me best in our version of the newlywed game. And uh, we are going to have Bill as the conductor of it all, so it will be fun.
1: Yeah, it should be good. Uh, I don't exactly know how it's all going to work, but I'm just going to let you guys run, let Bill run it basically and then just follow follow yes. what happens. So
0: We will find out who knows each other best. You know know me best or I know you best, so that will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, anything uh, on the tubes, as they say? Joe Rogan. Jesus Christ, Joe Rogan.
1: What? He's been leaning a little right wing lately? Is that what you're talking about? A little, yeah.
0: A little is saying it mildly.
1: Well, what are you talking about specifically, I guess?
0: Well, uh, was it his la- latest with Tim Poole, I think it was?
1: Right, right yeah, the journalist guy. yeah
0: yeah super interesting, but I, I, I think he's going going in the wrong direction uh, according to me at least he he's, he's talking more Republican talks talking points than he has ever done
1: before. I just think it's the guests he's had on lately, uh, or, I mean, Tim Poole is in no way a Republican, but he skews no. more libertarian, middle-of-the-road, things like that. Like, he's totally against UBI or anything like that, so. Right. Um, what else did you watch on TV or uh, the YouTube uh, mr Beak, beast rock paper scissors tournament did you see any of this oh,
0: so funny yes i loved it
1: for what quarter of a million a quarter of a million dollars 32 people uh rock paper scissors tournament <laughs> kind of ridiculous yeah. but pretty funny i mean it went pretty i watched it live and the production me too d- w- went yeah, up and down like the stream cut off at one point and uh because someone leaked the fucking codes. Right. One of the people they found who out, one of the people who actually yeah. was in the tournament, right. They found out
0: who it was, but I just don't remember.
1: But look, I have
0: I have something I really 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 want you to see. Okay. And I hope I hope you will say yes on the show for next time you will at least see The first episode of what I saw this week on YouTube, the competition begins Instant Influencer by James Charles. James Charles came out with a beauty competition show on his channel. Great. (laughs) (laughs) And Paris Hilton is one of the judges in the first episode.
1: Oh, my gosh. So Mm -hmm. what is it about? Just uh, who's the best influencer out of the contestants? Yeah. yeah. So Paris Hilton's like, which one of you had sex uh, on camera with your boyfriend and then ha- had it released, quote-unquote, to the public? Released. <laughs> yeah. Released, Intent.
0: Yeah, but uh, I watched that, and uh, it is it is something. <laughs> I didn't have it in the two round because I wanted... I wanted to 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 know that you would watch it. Will you please watch it for me?
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um. Yeah. Let's see. I talked about Jesse Ventura already. Uh. Oh, right. ICP. Uh. Insane Clown Posse cancels the gathering of the Juggalos due to. Uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Uh. KSI came out with a.
0: The anger of um, of a uh, music uh, called Houdini that was amazing. I really, really like that. Really? Okay. Yeah, uh, the best music video of KSI by a shot. Oh uh, well, yeah, I would say I, really I
1: don't really. Have, I've seen some of his music videos before, and none of them have been good. So it's a little surprising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you watch anything else? I didn't watch anything else on YouTube that I can think of right now. Okay, Joanna Keddy. I have never heard of this girl before this this week. I sent
0: you the link. Mm -hmm. She was blackmailed this week. (laughs) And she reads the blackmail uh, letter on camera. And it has 2.1 million views. And it is one of the most fucking hilarious blackmail... Things I have seen in my entire life. I never heard about this girl before, before this week. Right. But I saw it in my recommendation recommendations, and I was like, holy shit, this girl has been through a little the last week.
1: Right, I did see this, now that you mention it. Yeah, uh, it was interesting, for sure. This isn't the first time yeah. we've heard of one of these YouTubers being blackmailed by one of these places, so. Mm-hmm. But just how how she is she
0: subscribes what she uh, allegedly did is, is is very funny because she's very she's very um, what do you call it she's very embarrassed of, of of what she supposedly have done through the camera right because uh, because they they say that uh, she has masturbated and they have a video of her masturbating. And she's like, and she's trying to be very PG and talking about it. It's very funny.
1: Yes. So uh, that's everything I've seen. Let's see, uh, I've got something here from Germany. Uh, online German doctors are post posting naked pictures to protest shortages of protective masks and gowns, which they say put their lives greater at risk. Uh, he- the health workers posting nude pictures with carefully positioned props like books or flowers to conceal their private parts uh, are urging politicians to ensure doctors and clinics have enough protective gear. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh,
0: I had a very fun little thing that I sent you about this uh, uh, library uh, cleaner. So... (laughs) A well-meaning clim- cleaner took the opportunity to, to give a lockdown library a true clean, re-shelved all of the books in size order, <laughs> instead of alphabet- alphabetically. Staff at the new Newmark Library, Solfolk, discovered the sloping tomes after the building underwent a deep cleaning. So that's funny that's <laughs> pretty good all the books were uh, all the books were incorrect, <laughs> but it was like uh, right in the in in, <laughs> in the size because they go alphabetically normally like well obviously so. well, yeah
1: well and yeah. separated by fiction and everything else but yeah <laughs> so funny okay i think that's everything from uh, me i think that's pretty much it uh other than that, Facebook Messenger is starting like a to compete with Zoom. They're gonna do like they're gonna have like a fifty, like you can put fifty people into an online call at once <clears> with <throat> this new Facebook messaging app apparently, which sounds <laughs> awful to me. But sure,
0: <laughs> I mean we have trouble when we we are a Discord and we have more
1: than five people. That's true. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Okay, uh, from Norway, my name is Fro with no voice. Uh,
1: From the woods, I'm Luke uh, with a voice. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.